to Cortana's Communiques, the Halo podcast, uh, discussing the television series Halo on Paramount Plus, previously known as CBS All Access and possibly to be known as something else if Paramount does sell. Um, well, they'll probably still be Paramount, but we'll, we'll see. Either way, um, What's going on here? What we do, we talk about uh, the show. As we said, each week there's a new episode of the show, season two, and we are here to discuss uh, the latest episode, as we do each week. Uh, today is February 26th, 2024, for folks who are curious, because sometimes we uh, uh, release episodes later than usual, but not for this podcast. This podcast, we release them uh, immediately. I'm going to actually release it right after this podcast, as a matter of fact, recording, because uh, I'm uh, going to be away tomorrow, uh, so I'll just get it out now. But uh, what we're talking about is episode four, uh, which was the latest episode called Reach, uh, came out on February 22nd, 2024. Um, so who are we? We're part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. We do have an email, darkdiscussions at AOL.com. Just put in the subject, Halo, and then whatever your subject is, and we will read your email on the podcast. Uh, the reason we would like to have the word Halo in the subject is so we can do a search in our inbox, because we do get uh, 30 to 50 emails a day from uh, marketing companies and things like that tell us about their re latest releases, whether it's uh, Tribeca or Paramount or whoever, uh, some random author that sends us a note, notice about their new book, something like that. We get so many emails, we would lose your email in the um, inbox. But if you put Halo in the subject and, and whatever your topic is, then we'll uh, be able to find you. Um, we do have a Facebook group called Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group because uh, that is uh, the main uh, name of the podcast network, which is Dark Discussions News Network, uh, and we're proud of that. Uh, Sean, what else can people find on www.darkdiscussions.com? Uh, you can find the link for Patreon, which is a way that people can support uh, their favorite creators. So it'll take you to Patreon, and for any uh, financial amount that you're able to donate um, that helps to pay the podcast because the podcast itself is released free, but there's a ton of behind-the-scenes uh, costs and expenses to keep everything going. So anything you can donate financially is appreciated, even a like even if it's a dollar a month, that's that still helps us. Um, but for every five dollars a month that you're able to donate, you can then pick a movie that you would like to have done as a review in a draw that's done every quarter. Um, and it'll depend on what, uh, where it falls. It may be on the dark discussions main feed, or it may be one of the sister podcasts, depending where it falls on genre and all that good stuff. Um, but anything that you can do financially to support us is appreciated as well. If you're not able to, just because we know it's tough financial times, uh, if you can just even share the podcast stuff on social media, that helps us as well. And just supporting us, listening to us, you know, helps us keep going. So thank you for your support in any way. Indeed. And, uh, Mike, well, what can people do on Apple Podcasts, like uh, where they can go well, and leave stuff? Whatever format you listen to this on, you should be able to go in and give us a review and a rating. 
five stars would really be appreciated. It helps get us noticed. It helps raise us in the rankings. Helps us get to more listeners, and eventually to take over the world. Indeed, and that's greatly appreciated. And um, that would uh, help us uh, get noticed uh, everywhere. Um, also, um, who we are. So uh, I am Coast Hill from the state of New Hampshire in the USA, and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm fine, Phil. How are you? Doing all right. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? Doing okay. And in the Canadian province of Alberta, Canada? Uh, I'm Sean. I'm snowed out. I'm done. <laughs> we got like a foot of snow, so hope everyone else is warm and not with those much snow. Indeed, indeed. Uh, so, uh, Phil, uh, from Paxatani, Pennsylvania, uh, doesn't, uh, covered Canada. <laughs> He's got a, it does, it's got a dislike for some reason. I don't know what the Canadians did. <laughs> I could not imagine what that could Oh possibly. my god! <laughs> anyway, um, so, so, uh, where you can find this podcast, obviously you did find us because you're listening to us, but you can find us uh, a number of places. You can find us on www.darkdiscussions.com where all the episodes are located. Or you can find us, as Mike mentioned, wherever you listen to podcasts because we're on all the podcast feeds out there. Uh, so we can find us under Cortana's Communique right there on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever. And then you also can find us under the Dark Discussions podcast feed, uh, which is the main podcast feed for the network where all your co-hosts that you hear – on this podcast, uh, also participate on other podcasts, and all the podcasts that any of us participate on fall under the Dark Discussions podcast feed as well, so you can hear us uh, talk about other things on other podcasts. Uh, and we'll mention those podcasts uh, in the, the uh, cleanup at the end of the, this episode here. Um, let's see, anything else I wanted to bring up? Uh, I guess not for now. Uh, Just the date? Yeah, I already did that. Oh, uh, sorry. I think we're good. So uh, I guess we can get into uh, our topic tonight. Uh, again, we're assuming everybody that is a listener, uh, I mean a, a viewer of the show, and they are here to hear other perspectives um, speaking of us, the podcasters, and that's what we're here to do. So uh, let's go around and discuss our thoughts on the episode Reach, episode four of season two. So uh, let's start with you, Barrett. Um, I really liked this episode, but I still think there's things that are problematic about the show. Um, it, it, yeah, we can get into those when we when we start discussing uh, everything about the episode. But it, it was a fun episode. There was a lot of battles. It's what we've been waiting for. Um, is it everything that I'd hoped for? Probably not. Um, so yeah, it's it's okay. When it comes down to it. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, Mike. Yeah, I liked a lot about this. Uh, it helps that it was a fairly focused episode because everything is dealing with the same basic battle. Um, we, we can go into, I'm sure, whatever changes there are. There is a, a thing that I was expecting to happen that didn't happen, and I kind of laughed that it didn't because... It, it's just like again, it's something that doesn't bother me, but I know is just bothering the, the hell out of 
the the diehard Halo fans, and this was an opportunity to give them something they wanted, and they denied it. And a sadistic part of me just laughed at the cock tease. <laughs> but I had fun with this episode. Again, it's uh, my main interest is on the has been on the four members of the silver team, and that's what we focused on here. They obviously eliminated a few extraneous characters and brought back another one, but um, and, and brought in, but they also brought more or less uh, Halsey and Soren closer into the action and, and the, the main story. And I'm hoping it kind of stays that way rather than, than keep the story divested. And now we just need to, to, and it also doesn't help that there was a, the, the the Quan, the Rubble story, which I didn't mind again last week. I kind of liked it, but it wasn't involved in this, and they didn't go to it, and they just left it out there and let this story tell itself. And uh, and so I like that. And, of course, the special effects were fantastic. All right, sounds good. Um, yeah, for me, um, yeah, I'm kind of right there with uh, Mike and Barrett. Uh, uh, I was actually surprised Barrett... Um, mention it because I know he's enjoying the show the most out of all of us, um, and his wife is as well. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there, there's some uh, still some issues with the show, but uh, this was most certainly uh, what what we were hoping for, more or less. Um, as Mike mentioned, there is a lot of uh, red shirts uh, characters that had some importance through the uh, first two seasons uh, that were uh, quickly eliminated uh, today in this episode here. Um, and not just uh, kind of surprising, but not necessarily surprising because, uh, again, uh, they're not necessarily the main cast. Uh, I did like uh, how they they uh, changed things up a bit with um, the Spartan team where uh, uh, one one character wasn't even there and things like that. So it, it wasn't just standard. Okay. Here's the four characters. Let's have them go through the city and whatever. And never mind. Um, there's the pseudo armors and stuff. We'll get into all that. So, uh, those little change ups are pretty good. Um, uh, I, I did like how they showed more of the city and outside now versus, um, like I mentioned last episode where I said it was getting very, uh, um, I guess, uh, institutional with all the internal shots of military bases that showed no daylight. And so it felt more like it was a set, but uh, here um, uh, they expanded a bit. So that was good. Um, and um, well, I will get into it, but it was, it was a good episode. Uh, definitely uh, the better, best episode of this season. Um, and maybe even uh, of, all the episodes since season one, too. Uh, Sean, what do you got? Uh, so it's the first time in, I think, the full series that I actually don't have to be the negative Nelly on the podcast. Uh, I thought it was probably the, it felt like the closest to Halo in this, like, year or this season and a half. Uh, I thought the action and stuff was done really well. I like the special effects. Uh, I like the fact that like you guys have pointed out, it was a much more focused story and not trying to do, um, you know, six other different stories that may or may not ever come back to the main story. Uh, so I just really enjoyed that. 
And I think, uh, I mean, again, it's never going to be perfect, but it, uh, for me, this was the most favorite uh, episode I've had out of the whole series. So hopefully they can find a way to keep that up. All right. Sounds good. So uh, that's our thoughts on uh, the episode. Um, and uh, now we're, uh, we'll just talk about the show in general and this episode and where they're going and some of the items that both Barrett and uh, Mike mentioned. Um that uh, they said they would uh, talk about uh, as we get into our episode of the podcast. So uh, here we go. So uh, where do we want to start? What do we want to do? Uh, what do you guys think? Well, if you want to talk about the things that kind of bug me, um, and yes, I'm very much enjoying this, but there are some things that just are driving me crazy, like them not having their armor for the whole episode. I don't care that a re- reason was given. It just seemed really stupid. Um and just another one of those things where a decision was made not really based on the story, but based on the actors wanted to be seen rather than, you know, just in suits of armor. Um, that kind of bugged me. And the, the, <laughs> the captain or whatever that got killed. The uh, mess, yeah. The Admiral that got killed messing with the fuel line that kind of bugged me too. Um, those two things probably um, brought it down a little bit for me because I thought they're both just dumb. But otherwise, it, yeah, it, I had a fun time with this episode. All right. Yeah. Uh, anybody have any comments on that? I don't want to expand on, on those I items. I think so there the, is. Go ahead. I was going to say the armor thing is what I was saying. Um, again, it doesn't bother me, but I understand it bothers the fans. And I thought, okay, so here's going to be the moment where they give the fans what they want. Master Chief makes fights his way back with the crew. They get back to headquarters. And now it's like, fuck yeah, time to suit up. They put on the suit and they go kick some ass. And then they say, nope, they took the suits away off planet. And I I just, I, I, I kind of laughed myself because I just knew that was going to give blue balls to so many of the Halo fans because they were waiting for this moment and they took it away from them and uh, I I think it's look from a business decision meaning are we going to give the red meat to our most uh, rabid audience and and invested audience that was the smart thing to do storytelling wise it made the team vulnerable you know, I think dramatically it made a whole lot of sense to do it that way. Uh, and, of course, that does pay off a little later in, in the episode. But, yeah, you, you, you just don't understand that you're on such bad footing with the Halo fans. This was a this was a bad idea. But I'm not even a Halo fan, uh, you know, of the game or anything. And I still think it was dumb. Sean, you were going to add Fair. to that. And, and then I, I want to talk about it, too. But, uh, Sean, you were going to add to something, too. Well, I was just going to say, like, you guys made a good point, though. Like, it was, the as I say, the action was very good. I enjoyed the fight sequences with the, the Covenant. But it was, again, it's very silly that you're taking stuff away that is, again, kind of important. Like, however, however you know, involved you're in uh, the Halo universe or whatever, but to... Yeah, just take their suits off planets, and we're just gonna like it. Just I don't know. It didn't. That part was a little bit well, frustrating. And the suits are the great equalizer, right? Yeah, 
That's what makes yeah. them capable. Not only their physical stature, but them being able to don those suits makes them capable of fighting the aliens much more. So and then when I, they're wearing, they're wearing it. They're like a symbol, right? Right. So that you give a symbol of hope for the rest of the troops. So, but yeah, yeah that was kind of a weird choice creatively. So. Well, yeah, I, 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 I felt some things about that too. I, I, I was actually kind of surprised. And it didn't make any sense until what you just said, Barrett, was maybe the actors, they wanted to show the actors, you know, with the suits, you can't see them. You know, similar to the old days when with professional hockey, they used to have no helmets and, and because you could identify the, the players. And, and then, of course, because of injuries, that, that changed. But here, it it was, it's weird because they they could have, they could have, had every character have first of all we don't care about the actors i mean none of these people we know until the show i mean i mean maybe me mike you know we saw uh the lead pablo schreiber uh, in in that american god show as a as a minor character but otherwise none of these actors are of any importance really so and, and as we mentioned with with uh that mandalorian you know they they have a character that doesn't ever basically take off a helmet and and it didn't doesn't hurt the performance at all so here what they could have just had colored suits because we know the master chief is is green and if we really need to identify the other three characters when actually i mean kai wasn't even in this episode yeah they, they could they could have just had have her have a, a yellow or a pink or an orange or a green or so i mean not a green but but a different color you know and same with with uh 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 what the hell's his name uh the black guy i can't pronounce his name Bannock. Bannock, thank you yeah so they but they decided not to and also to take away the suits it, it just it seems odd in the sense that okay what was atkinson's point for doing that or and and who is he planning to have these suits be worn by instead because we're assuming he's assuming everybody's going to die on the planet including uh team spartan so it, it just and it makes him more uh of any sympathy that we had last week where he's making a point which is there's there's no hope we just got to get out of here um makes him more seem more villainy and then also what was the point of no suits except for what you said Barrett, which is actors wanted to be seen we wanted to see their faces I, I, what else was the point i i still don't understand the point of no suits yeah, it's it's definitely stuck in me that, and I didn't like it. <laughs> well, what I what I would want to know because there's only one reason, well, one real reason I can think of for the suits practically not besides just being a bad or uh, maybe not bad, but uh, just a uh, subjective yeah. creative decision and a step that at least has pissed some people off um, is. I don't know how much CGI enhancement the suits have, right? So are they practical suits, top to bottom? Um, or is there – are they partial suits? Is Are they entirely CGI? I have no idea. They're the not. CGI I read that, I read that the actual suit weighs 50 pounds, so that could be part of the problem is the weight of the suit is hard to act in. Okay, and then, yeah, that, that would make sense then, that – 
because then when any time they're doing like rapid movements, like we saw them doing the training back in like episode two or three, right? Where they're like yeah. chasing, uh, and um, that they had to do CGI a lot of the running and jumping and stuff like that. So I'm just guessing that they're not great to work with, and they're not cost-effective if they have to do a lot of CGI work with it because they're so heavy. But then I just don't understand why they don't... Then don't make a Halo show, is how I feel about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, let's get back to what I've been saying, is this really is a property that on the surface seemed way more suited to doing a movie and like just do the first game as a movie and then go do the second game and then do the third game. And yeah, obviously not a literal translation. First of all, it's a video game. Video games are like 10 to 30 hours on, on average. If you're talking about an action game, um, as opposed to an RPG, the more you say that, the more I'm agreeing with it because of what I'm seeing them do in the show. But I also that they spent what, 15 years trying to get it, and you had some very talented people trying to figure out how to do it, and for some reason they couldn't crack it, and I don't know why, like, what was wrong with it, and it seems like the kind of thing where you just needed the right person to come along with the material, and no offense to the people who developed this, but I don't think they ever got that right person who really got it and grabbed it and knew how to do it. Yeah, I, I would concur with that, Mike. Um, I, again, I, I haven't really watched The Mandalorian that much, so I don't know how the suit is there. But, but I mean, it is a Boba Fett suit, so it, it's got to weigh. I, I think that's yeah, but it's it's a it's a jumpsuit okay. with a chest plate and shoulder pads and a, a helmet and a backpack is most of it. Yeah. So I'm sure there's there's heft to it, but it's not. Like this. I, I don't, but it's not this top to bottom, every inch of you covered in armor. It's armor plates in select locations, so it's more like say padding in a fo- in football, right? So you get more flexibility, and, and and it cannot weigh that much. And honestly, most of the time, it's a sun person in the suit. I have no idea who's in the suit in um in Halo. Like are they are the actors in the suits or they're stunt people? Right. What I read, it sounded like the actor. Well, at least Pablo. Is Shriver's in his so, but probably not for every scene. You would think that there'd be stunt guys still, even for that, you know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what it was here, but I, yeah, maybe, maybe it's it was a cost-effective savings, and that's why they did it. But again, that makes everybody scratch their head. Because that's what Halo is, the, you know, the iconic suit, the Master Chief. Um, I remember back in the late 80s, there was a Punisher movie that was an indie film, low budget, starring Dolph Lundgren. Oh, yeah, such a great film. Loved it. <laughs> and when the first pictures were, were released, because this is back be- way back before... Everybody had internet, you know, so when the first pictures were published, like in in the comics magazines or whatever, uh, there's Dolph Lundgren dressed as the Punisher wearing just a black T-shirt and a leather jacket. And everybody's it was like, what the fuck? Where's the skull? Right. And it was because this is 
maybe right um, after Batman was released, but people were not comfortable with the idea of of embracing the sort of silliness that goes with comic book films that includes the costumes, right? Think of the the X-Men and and the decision to go with leather instead of yellow spandex. And they didn't want to, they just thought it was silly to give them the skull on a shirt. And they said, but we, we knew about the skull. So if you look at like his knife handle, has a skull on it. Is it that cool? As like, like that's going to satisfy what the fans want. That's like, because if you basically take the, the skull off the Punisher, right? If you take him out of his suit, what you have is Death Wish. Yes. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. That, that's all that it is. That's <laughs> that. This is that the Punisher is a superhero version of Death Wish, and you take the superhero out of the Punisher, you're just making Death Wish. You're not giving the fans what they want. And you take the suits out of Halo. You're not. I don't. And I don't think the suits are all of Halo, but it's a significant part of Halo, along with oh, I don't know, the Halo. Um, <laughs> Wait, what's the Halo? Uh, and Cortana, and uh, and the, the Covenant, um, and the weapons, right? And at least they had the weapons, and they had the Covenant, and they had Reach. There's other ingredients in this stew that are missing. Yeah, yeah, and and again, you know, I, I mean, Punisher, I, I'm, and I'm assuming this, Mike, uh, in the comic book, you know, he he has no mask at points when he's just a regular guy, like all comic book heroes. No, do. Punisher never wore a mask, but he always wore the the skull, the, on, his the skull on his shirt. And 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 of course, the funny thing is now, like now that the Punisher has really broken big, the Punisher was big among comic book nerds in like the late '80s, but now pop culture is is really big. You see people everywhere wearing that freaking skull yeah, right yeah, it's, and yeah, it, it's also become something of a political hot point but it's like nobody would think it's ridiculous to see somebody in a movie wearing a black t-shirt with a skull on it murdering people right <laughs> but 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 the, the thing that that's that's weird about halo to get back to halo is the, sh- the the video game master chief never takes off his helmet ever so why Ninety percent of this show, or ninety-five percent of the, actually ninety-nine percent of this show, is Master Chief is just a guy. It, it doesn't make any sense, you know. I mean, again, Mandalorian. I don't care, you know, how much it weighs versus the Halo suit. In Mandalorian, ninety-nine percent of the time, he he has the suit on. So I, this this property it is the guy with the suit. And he doesn't have it on ever, and it's just weird, and and I don't get it. And again, maybe that's a nitpick, uh, you know. I don't think so. I mean, like yeah, I, I, I don't like I said, either. I don't care about the game. It right. still bothers me because because it's iconic that suit. That's it's that's iconic, and it, it's just another culture. it's another symptom. They're never fighting. Right, right, <laughs> and, and you know, I I, I go to conventions. All the time with the kids, my, my two daughters, and not only are there Halo stuff all over the place, but there's at least one person that's dressed as Master Chief in in an outfit, and he looks really good. So, because it's just an iconic cosplay thing to do, and and, and my kids know Master Chief. They played the game, they you know because I let them play that game because it's the violence is against aliens. It's, uh, you know, like I play, let them play Nair automatic because the violence is against robots. So there, there, there's no, you know, human killings. And, and it's, except when the aliens actually kill some of the soldiers, but that's besides the point. But my point is, is that 
it's I, it's part of pop culture, like you said, Mike, about the Punisher's shirt, or, you know, or or Black Panther is, or, or whatever, because these these characters, like the Punisher and Black Panther, and and whatnot, were not mainstream characters you know, 15, 20 years ago, and now everybody knows who they are, just as, as Halo was, was just a game, but it's it surpassed the game. Everybody knows who, who Master Chief is. I mean, maybe, maybe not your parents, you know, some random person that's listened to this, their parents, but anybody who's 30 or 35 or 45, for crying out loud, knows who Master Chief is. So it's it's just weird that the suit wasn't there. I, I don't understand it. And maybe I'm just repeating the same thing I, I, we, were, we were just saying. Maybe I'm repeating myself. That's uh, okay. I think it bears repeating. No. <laughs> well, if it makes sense. The only concern I have is now going back to regular negative Nelly Sean, uh, is that they took all this away for season two, but you'll get it in season three, which may never get made. <laughs> right. There's Especially no Cortana. The Paramount's in. Right, right, right. Because last year, or, or, or two years ago, when, when the the series premiered, it, it got a season two almost immediately. Um, this one, it has not been announced yet, you know, and and that obviously isn't as a good thing. Um, so I, I don't know what that means. So let's see. So I'm typing in season three question mark uh, has not been confirmed yet. So still has not been confirmed yet. So. You could be right, Sean. Paramount right now is like lost a good chunk of its value. They're looking perhaps to sell or to merge. Um, and, and Halo is an expensive series. We still don't know. I don't believe how this is doing in terms of streaming numbers. Yeah, review numbers, it's actually getting really good reviews. But again, that doesn't mean anything as we Well, again, that was summer. all from the first four episodes. Yeah. And, and, and as we said, and we let's, let's, let's concede this. Again, I enjoyed this episode a lot. I enjoyed a lot of the last uh, episode. I think the show has gotten better. I've liked the last two episodes more than the first two. Um, I still don't find it like compelling must-watch TV. If it wasn't for the podcast, this is something I would maybe watch but get back to when I could get around to it. Yeah. Um, which is kind of how I felt like about, say, Star Trek Discovery as opposed to Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Um or better call Saul or something like that, which was like, Oh, I've got to watch it as soon as it's available. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, I would, I was thinking maybe they're working towards fixing things and I, you know, once they would get the characters in the suits more, but again, then they just had that chance and they took that away. But we've been, but to give them credit, what I was saying is that we were, we were told there was more action and you had an entire episode. Really? That was action. Um, to one degree or another. So let's at least give them credit for that. Um, oh, yeah. We understand, real world, there's budget issues. You cannot do an hour of action every week because, again, that's now a movie. That's not a TV show. And and But that decision's been made. We can't continue to, to, to harp on that either. Um, and it looks like next week is going to be a lot of the same because they're still on reach, right? Our main characters. Yes. So I, I'm assuming next week, either next week we're going to cut away and then come back the week after, um, or they're going to continue with these main characters next week. And so we'll get a second week that's going to have 
maybe not as much action, or maybe as much action, or maybe more, who knows, but it should still be something, hopefully, that's action-packed. Unless or they will at Christmas skip and there's the, an armistice. Well, they'll skip the Reach stuff for the next episode. We'll get to go back to Quan and Soren's family and mm-hmm. whoever else's side story that they want to do, and then we'll come back to Reach in the next episode. So that way they can use their budget. Yeah. I'm not saying I want that, but that's <laughs> that's a concern. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing. Um, in the Halo universe, uh, next week's episode is called Alaria, and um, Alaria is is a pirate type place. So, yeah, so then, yeah, and I know the next the episode that Quan is there. So, yeah. So the next episode, the the one after the next one is Thermopylae, right? So then that will be the one that will go back to the uh, no uh, Onyx, what was it? Onyx 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 Onyx. Which one yeah. is Thermopylae? Uh, that's that's the penultimate episode. The penultimate. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's not so, good because that was what they used good. to reference the the, the, the charge, <laughs> right? Because they referenced that this week, right? Yeah, it's basically and the yeah. Don't tell me we're putting this on hold for three weeks. <laughs> Oh, God. So in episode, or season five, episode nine, you will get to see the Halo. Enjoy. Yeah, episode eight, because there's only eight episodes this season. Well, Um, well, season five was not going to be. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, (laughs) well, well, that's the thing, is, is that, like I said, when we started this podcast for season two, I said episode eight, or the final episode of season two, is named Halo. And that's not a good sign. And, and and that doesn't even necessarily mean it's Halo. It could mean the last two minutes is Halo of the episode. You know? So I don't know. I don't know. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we, we actually caught up to the other reviewers. Because the other reviewers, meaning... The, the reviewers that are paid by online websites or newspapers or, or whatever, you know, like the Hindu Times and, and whoever else, they, we 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 finally caught up to all of them who were able to see all four of season one, I mean season two's episodes, because uh, it was a f- pre-release of the four first episodes to reviewers uh, of mainstream uh, websites and quote-unquote, newspapers. Um, so I don't know what that means. Uh, now they're probably blind like we are. Um, what's going to happen next? Now, we're, that was that mid-season, what we just watched. Um, and besides the suit, that was uh, a pretty good episode. Um, but I, I do want to bring up another thing that you brought up, Barrett, which was um, the Admiral and the fuel line. Man, he got turded. Yeah, that that was weird. I, and you would think he would he would have gone out with like some soldiers or security. <laughs> uh, um, just it's just as he would have sent soldiers. Let's be real. I mean, this yeah. is Star. This is not Star Trek. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They, this, yeah, he would have sent the minions to to go out and do it, not not him. That's why you have minions. Right. right. That's why stuff. you're the frickin' admiral. They protect you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's the, the admiral isn't the one 
shooting. The only time he's shooting is when the bases get getting overrun in, in the house. Well, the other thing about that that really bothered me was we are going to fight for every piece of this, and all of a sudden they're leaving on a ship. <laughs> I mean, that's Ugh. how quick it felt. It felt like one scene before he's talking about how he's going to make them fight for every inch, and the next scene he's on the ship going, oh, I got to go make this fuel line disconnect, and then bam, he's dead. Yeah, well, I, I'll say this: you could you could argue that his speech was. I mean, if this was the real world, that that speech we knew it was was just to bring morale up, and he and he knew he was lying his ass off. So, if we want to look at it that way, assuming the writers were trying to be that way, which I doubt, um, then it makes sense because he does say those things. And we know he's bullshitting, and he knows he's bullshitting. And the point is, is to just try to get as many people rescued as possible, uh, and hold hold the, the not the blood, the, the covenant back as much as he can before they're overrun. Um, but yeah, his his death was was, was kind of unceremonious and, and very odd. Um, I, I mean, you could say it was a hero's death, but it was really a stupid death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was the typical death of of all these type of characters that we see in all different shows where they decide to suicide and take out everybody with them, you know. Um, and, and I, I was just watching Thirty Days a Night uh, again. I, I decided to watch nice. that. But yeah, that was a great film. Um, yeah. a, a week and a half ago, and the vampire says when when, when the Boone character Boone was the um, the guy from Sons of Anarchy that 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 also starred in that film uh, self destructs and tries to blow up the vampires with him. He says the the lead vampire played by Danny Houston says humans are the are the worst animal because they rather blow up and destroy everything uh, when when they when they can't win and and. I, I didn't necessarily agree with that line because, again, he's going to be killed by vampires in Eden, so it's like, fuck you, I'm going to blow everybody up with me. But, <laughs> but the point of the, the statement from the screenwriter was it does make sense as well, especially in the context of Halo. Um, but, again, you can't blame him because, you know, he wanted to take out as many aliens with him as well. But, again, it, it's just the, the typical trope I just saw a week and a half ago when I rewatched 30 Days a Night. So it's like why 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 did I have to see it in Halo too, especially with the Admiral? And I, I don't know. And now with the Admiral gone, there is no like counterbalance to Atkinson. Um, right, so, right. So someone else has, will have to fill that gap, and I have no idea if they're just going to bring in a new character. Well, first of all, there's, if remember the Admiral's daughter's out there somewhere, so I wouldn't be shocked if she ends up replacing the Admiral. Oh, um, bring that character back. <laughs> That's another one. I and what about the the other one that got? Fired after last season. Yeah, the admiral who has her her henchmen yeah. right going around. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Indian uh, woman actress. Uh, I forget her name. She she's right. famous in, in India. So she yeah. might uh, step in at some point. Yeah, that was Admiral. She has a, a Polish last name here. Let me see. It's uh, Admiral Parangowski. Margaret Parangowski. Admiral Margaret Perrin Yeah, so she could maybe get rehired. That's true. That's true. But I think this was a way, I, I don't know, they, they got rid of 
what, two cast members this week? Is there somebody I'm forgetting? Uh, they got rid of Vanek, 134, and they got rid of the Ad- Admiral as well. And who, oh, oh, and then they got rid of the, the gay couple. Yeah. Oh, right, and they got rid of them. They got rid of that, that soldier. So they got rid of, I mean, the, the husband from the gay couple was not, I don't think, a character until last week. Right. Yeah. But, so I'm not going to count him. Sure. Uh, but the blind, but the blind guy, Vanek, and the Admiral, just three people are now off payroll. Right. So we'll see. Right, they're retooling this. One of the things to retooling it, and if they want to do more action, maybe it just be cutting the cast so that you have more money left over to do other, other things. Right. Yeah, but but these none of these actors are are, are a listers, and I don't mean that as as negative. I just mean they're not the type of actors that are going to require them to pay five million dollars an episode, or, or or you know like like, like no, but I promise you know. Yeah, you got to pay benefits. I promise that they have escalating contracts. So for every season they come back, it goes up. Right, you're not going to get paid less for season two than you won for season one. Right. Uh, and if you want to bring more characters in, which I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but if you wanted to, uh, right. most shows you you have to make room in the payroll. Right. We want to bring in a new guy. You, you got to let somebody go. He's season one, right? I mean, it's his first season, so or her, her first season, so you pay them less, and they're going to be. They're not going to be A-listers, so yeah, that makes sense. And so, the the scale that season two would cost these new characters, yeah, they don't have to pay them. So, and yeah, all right, that's fair, Mike. That's fair. Um, and and this was the big episode, so it was a good time to wipe out a bunch of characters that we quote unquote cared for, I guess. Um, so that that makes sense too. Um. I, I will say the one storyline I did like in this this episode, besides seeing the, the Covenant, especially when they were invisible, that was pretty awesome because that's, yeah. that's just that's, that's just like in the in the um, the uh, game. Uh, though it was weird, they didn't have they they would always fight hand to hand, and some of them do, but in the game they they have grenades too the sticky grenades yep. the aliens mm-hmm. and, and they, they didn't use them at all so that was kind of weird and except for the, the one and they didn't have the yeah that's true and they didn't have the grunts either that was weird they had, they had the, the, the lizard guys instead but because the grunts and the lizard guys are like the two losers and 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 they removed the grunts altogether maybe because they're kind of more silly looking i don't know but either way um i liked uh the story i thought i would like the least and that was Halsey and Sora. That was yep. that was. I thought that was pretty good. I liked that story. That was a good story. I loved how when the explosion went and the two of them went flying. That was pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> that was a great, that was a great <laughs> special effect. Twice. That was a great special effect. Uh, if uh, that had been Buffy, they would have had a concussion. Yeah. I appreciated the fact that she lost her hearing for a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You know because. Look, there's, there's a number of times you've seen people, not specifically in Halo, but generally, like gun getting fired, you know, near their head and, and getting rocked by explosions. And the reality is all of that would just play havoc with your hearing, mm-hmm. um, among other things, too, right? You know, with concussion from the explosion and... And it, but I it's okay. Th- I always it's, think of Black Hawk Down with that, where the guy gets the gun, the huge gun shot near him, and he can't hear. 
Oh, and, and, and also another good one, and I rewatched this film just uh, to uh, actually uh, last week. Copland when oh uh, yeah yeah when yeah. they shoot the gun next to Schwarzenegger's his good ear. I mean, I mean uh, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone's good yeah. ear. Yeah, and and he he is start, he freaks out and he, he like almost is in like a coma himself for about a few minutes. So yeah, that that that's how it would really be. Yep. You know, I mean, I actually I just watched All in the Family. Uh, last night, and there's one episode where um, he has a blowhorn to to have uh, that Italian neighbor to stop stop singing all the time, <laughs> yeah. and 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 he, and he brings it into the house and he blows it at all the people, and you just know they must have had uh, earplugs in when he was doing it. Archie was doing it because there's no way that the act they would have allowed <laughs> that to happen, you know. So so just something like that. Would, would would cause problems. So yeah, I, I appreciated that as well, Mike. It was it was good script writing there uh, for for uh, the the concussionish with the ears and all this other stuff. I thought that was good. So I think this also comes back to what we had posited earlier with Soren going on back on the team. So I'm assuming that Vanek has killed off so that Soren can find his way and join the team for future reference, probably or maybe oh, we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah, yeah, because if they only have four suits, now he takes Vanek's suit, probably. Yeah, that's a fair point. So now we have to get the suits, we have to get Cortana. Kai, whoever the hell she was. Yeah, what the hell happened? I didn't get that. Where was Kai? So much stuff to to do. Yeah, I mean, I do like Ray's character getting now more screen time than Kai, because I always liked her characters as much as I did like Kai's. Um, so that's fair. But it was weird that, that Kai just disappeared. Um, I wonder if they're going to turn her into a villain or something, or, or Atkinson's toady or something. I, I don't know. Um, maybe she's with Atkinson. I, I don't even know. I mean, who knows what's going on. Um, also, uh, uh, yeah, the Katana thing, that, that pissed me off, Mike. And you brought it up. Uh, a couple of episodes ago, one of the things that were a complaint from last season by the fans was, who the hell's Mackie and why is she here? And they killed her off, and, and yet she's still alive, and it makes no sense. And she steals Katana. I, I don't, I don't get it. And we were all, oh, thank, oh, good, that's over. They ended that storyline. Right. And and then they listened to again they listened to complaints and brought her back. I, <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminded me of, of bringing back the emperor in in the in the last oh, yeah. Star Wars films. It was like the, uh, he was dead. terrible <laughs> plot line. Yeah, that was <laughs> well, the stupidest I, thing ever. And you know what? I I stupid. No, I I I could have justified it had they laid any groundwork for it. Right. <laughs> But they laid nothing because they didn't have they a just, plan. It, it, it was it was pulled not out of the ass. It was pulled out of the upper tract of your large colon because they had to reach so far up to pull that out. Right. Um, they didn't, they, yeah, they didn't explain it. He was just there, and it's like, what the hell's yeah. going on? Yeah. So th- that's what what this feels like. It, like we see her have her chest blown out or whatever the hell it was, and yet she's alive and healthy and. And whatever, and even last season, they, she was having issues with the, the covenant leaders. 
Yep. She and, even and, tore her little thing out of her finger, that little laser thing. Right, exactly. And now she's suddenly trusted by them again? It's, it doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't care. And I, 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 and I cannot see an elite, whoever this elite general is, would be following this random human, even if she has psychic abilities or whatever the hell she has. It's, I don't get it. I, I don't. Yeah, they've explained nothing for that. Well, and they showed the strategy is not so great either, right? Because that's what the second time that they could have killed uh, Master Chief this year, this season, and yeah, they, they, did. they didn't. So, I mean, I don't. Yeah, you know, why they want him alive? That's another thing that's stupid. Because in the game, the point is is to kill the demon. Because that's, yes. that's his nickname by the Covenant is the Demon because he's like the one that comes and kills them all. So they call him the Demon, and because they're religious fanatics, and and yet they're sparing him here. It doesn't make any sense. They, I mean, when you have him down, you kill him. They, they, I don't care what their excuses and and the twist that's going to show why they kept him alive. It's stupid. I, I'm going to say it even before I know the twist. It's stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Yeah, me either. You kill the demon. <laughs> you kill him. Because he's only going to come back to kill the guy that didn't kill him, because that's how it works. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that is, the, that is the definition of plot armor. Yeah. Um, I mean, there wasn't even a... You know, like the... They point the gun at his head, and then someone tackles him, or jumps in the way or shoots him or something. No, it's just, no, don't shoot him. We have more episodes. (laughs) (laughs) That's the perfect subtext for that scene. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's great, Mike. Well done. Well done. (laughs) Well, well, yeah, that's a really good point, Mike, because there was hundreds of people in that room. Not hundreds, but there was a good score of people in that room, humans and aliens, and... No, and everybody just stops shooting guns. It doesn't make any sense. I didn't get it. Where, where were all the people? Did they all die? Where the, all the soldiers and civilians that had the guns? I, I don't, I don't understand that. That's a, that's a really good point. I, I well, and and the other thing with that is that is literally a thing that didn't have to happen because they didn't have to write it. Right. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have to right. even meet and, up. Right. They could right, have just taken Cortana and been gone. And gone. Um, or not put him in a vulnerable position. All sorts of things they could have done, and the, they they just you know, just said, "Don't shoot him because he's still under contract." <laughs> yeah, that, that's a really good point. They, they did not even have to have that scene because we know we, Master Chief isn't going to die because he's the hero of the game and he doesn't die in the game. So we know it, it's 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 like. Uh, Jack Reacher, you know he's not going to die. You just know it. So, if he's not going to die, you don't have to pretend that he's in this dire situation. And so, why even have that scene in it? They could have had the scene where he he just misses catching the aliens and, and save Cortana or something, and that would have been more compelling because that makes more sense than they have him dead to rights and they let him go. And then they kill the other guy, the other right, Titan, yeah. Spartan, and. You're like, okay, come on. Okay, they didn't have their suits. Then this guy got killed. And so he obviously didn't have plot armor. But none of the really high-level Covenant people seem to get killed. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I, I see them kill a lot of grunts, but the top level of the humans, they're, I don't know, they're getting taken out, and <laughs> bad guys aren't at all. Right, right. Yeah. Also, I don't think they're explaining the um, the elites well enough because there's no, no you can't haven't. even tell the difference. Right, right. Because there's there's the there's the the elites in the hallway that they just throw the grenade and wipe them all out, and then there's these other elites that are powerhouses. Um, and you can't tell the difference. So yeah, nope. that's, that's true. Um, but I do, do have to say that the elites were, were pretty awesome. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, the invisibility cloaking device, just like the game, the swords, um, and the, the lasers and all that. Um, I, I do feel that uh the lower level grunts and I, I forget the name of those lizard creature ones. Um uh jackals. jackals. They look, they look jackals. different. Yeah, they look very different. Yeah, the jackals are, are nothing in in the game. And you can shoot the shield like three times and the shield disappears and then there you can just wipe them out. And and they made them a little more powerful in the show than, than they had to. Um and um, I, I guess that's just a, me nitpicking, but I don't know. It, it was well. I mean, there's a sequence too when the the admiral is going to do his thing, where they just stand there right. before he does anything. They just stand there and watch him do the stuff. <laughs> yeah, they look at each other like, which is like, what? Are we supposed to shoot now? What? Huh? And just it just seemed like a weird, um sequence right right yeah i i it, it, it was strange uh, i was figuring that they would have um uh, I, I mean it was it, it took too long that whole sequence was like five minutes and he's caught he's communicating with perez and they're just yeah. standing there like waiting for us all right do what you got to do do what you got to do and he does what he, they got to do and, and they all die and so, you know, I mean, I don't know if that's an nitpick, but maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah, but where were the grunts? They had the grunts in the season one. They had no grunts. They can't afford to have grunts and jackals, I guess. This was like having the Navy SEALs attack something, you know, or whatever. One of the, the specialized jackals. groups. But the jackals yeah. suck. They ain't no, they're, they're like nobodies in, in the game. Yeah, but if you haven't read the source material, they're the coolest, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it, so I had no idea. I, 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 will, I will say this. The, there's, the Jackal snipers are pretty awesome. I'll give them that. But these weren't snipers. These were just, these were just the grunt jackals, the ones with the shields. They're nobodies. But anyway, um, back back to uh, specifics. Uh, what else do we have on our list that we wanted to bring up uh, about this? Um, actually, I, I, yeah, I want to ask you guys because I, I did ask, but I don't know if I got an answer. Why did they decide to have no Halo armor? I, I mean, I, I think we already talked about it a little bit, but well, why? I think it was. I think again. The practical reasons, probably, or expense reasons, perhaps. Um, I think it makes them more vulnerable, allowed them to kill off uh, Vanek. Um, 
I, I still think it was a bad decision. Uh-huh. But you'd have to ask them. I, I, I did watch the little the uh, like the which the, the 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 after episode thing they have on there where they like had some interviews with the the character and the actor. They, they didn't go into the writing of it, so they didn't address why there was no armor. Uh, and they didn't other than the plot armor, they didn't no, well, they got plot all. armor, so that's so they don't need it. Yeah, yeah, but you would think that they would have said something, that, but maybe they knew they wanted to avoid that subject altogether. <laughs> and, they, and they knew that people like us were going to bring it up. Say, where the hell was the armor? I, mean, I, mean, I they, did notice uh, that they did the thing, um, they sort of flipped uh, the script from the first episode, where you have the woman who owns the antique shop. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, by the way, did you notice there was an Xbox? No, no, nice. Oh, that that that, that was nice. yeah. I, I yeah. didn't notice yeah, that, but that's awesome. Yeah, there was an Xbox in the antique shop, but she was a lot like the mystic but people from the first woman. episode. Yeah, yes. Where Dumb. where where they wouldn't leave for <laughs> bullshit spiritual reasons. This one wouldn't leave for bullshit materialist reasons. Except that um, if she's so concerned about her stuff and it gets glassed, it's not there anymore. It's right? still gone so, anyway. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that that was really stupid because, you know, you, that, that that's just kind of a, a trope, a romantic trope, quote-unquote romantic right. trope that we see in books and movies and TV shows all the time. But I'm going to no go down does. with the ship. But no one does that. No, no, no. People would would. The cry. only time in history that I and, can think of something like that was Mount St. Helens with the old man who wouldn't leave his place, and then of course he got wiped out with the eruption. But like in real life, you can't. Yeah. But you know what? Just, though he probably he probably didn't believe it was going to blow up because who the hell expected a, a volcano in Washington State? Right. You know? So that's a little different. This. You know, you're being invaded. You leave the fucking city. You know, I mean, you people in Paris didn't stay in Paris if they could get the hell out of Paris. When when Warsaw was getting leveled or Tokyo was getting leveled, people didn't stay. They got the hell out of there. When they heard the Russians were coming, the people left Berlin. You know, I mean, it's it's like you, you leave. You don't. Well, I'm going to stay because it's my. This is my 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 shop. It's it's just stupid. So unless you say that there's only five uh, transport ships in the fleet to take people off of reach. Looked like there was only one. Yeah, but even even if there was only one, you know everybody that could get to it is going to try to get to it and try to get on, just like they did when we we, the U.S. left left, uh, the Titanic and 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 there's only so many Yeah, yeah, right, right. They all went, tried to get on the boat. Uh, when, uh, when Saigon fell, everybody tried to get the hell out of there. When, when Afghanistan fell, everybody tried to get out of there. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's just strange. I mean, again, some people know, maybe just gave up, but I, I, I didn't understand. But it just seemed like her reasoning, though, of the, this is so important, these things are artifacts of Earth. But then you didn't do anything to save them. Right. So the, 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 that doesn't vibe, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. She didn't say take take this one item with you because it's important. This axe that I've been t- telling you, talking so lovingly about, take it. Nope. 
put it on the put it on the wall, and then it can get glassed with everything else. So well, that is special. But yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, she says, "Be careful with that. It's four hundred years old, or whatever." And it's like, <laughs> or, or six hundred years old, and, and it's like it's it's going to be destroyed in, in a couple of minutes. <laughs> in like thirty minutes, it's going to go. Yeah. So I, I don't. Yeah, I, that's a really good point. I don't even know why they had that scene. Um, you know, so they could sneak the Xbox in. <laughs> no, but, but they, they, you know what they should have done? Had the scene and say, and the woman make her speech, but say, "All right, I'm, I'm going to try to get out of here." And, and, then, and then just leave her, and then it, like, and then just have okay. her get shot by the by the covenants, and then it just solves yeah. that. Or, or, or we just never find her again, or or, or they show her with uh, you know one shot of her um, on the ship, you know, and it's, oh okay, she did make it, you know, or whatever. I mean, I I don't know why they they, they even had the scene because the way it ended, because no one would just sit there and just die. Am I wrong to think that, Mike? I, you haven't sp- spoken about this scene. What, what's your opinion on this thing? Um, with, 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 what, with Vanek? No, to, no, this woman to, to think that she. Oh would, no, I think I, I think that they hit the well. They hit it. Maybe they're trying to do a parallel. I don't know. Some people would. Um, people are weird. People do get attached to things, and. I think people can be in denial uh, on something like that. Like, can you imagine the world? Like, if you found out that the world was going to end tomorrow. Well, maybe we would be better with it because we've seen too many fucking movies where the world ends and contemplated that. But a lot of people just wouldn't. Um, and they wouldn't know how to respond. It's sort of like I know, like, my mother was was completely shocked after 9-11 because she didn't think such a thing was even possible. But, you know, if you read some Tom Clancy or, you know, well, it was a shock. It was not like a, a thing that was completely unexpected either. Um, from people who had looked at, like I had looked at disease, it wasn't the, the pandemic that we got wasn't that big a surprise. It was just we knew it was going to happen eventually. But for some people, it just completely undermined their perspective of the world. And I think. Some people don't – living in a halo universe where there's an alien species capable of reducing entire planets to ash, um, I still – I guess they, they, some people just deny that it's even a possibility that, that reach is just too far behind the lines, right? To It's too important that they would never abandon it, that would never be attacked, and, and, and I guess she just can't handle it. She just her, – her mind snaps a bit. People don't always make rational decisions in terrible situations. So I guess that I, could be like cognitive paralysis, armor. right? Is that true? Cognitive paralysis, where you're in trauma and you, you're yeah. some people can operate, some people can't. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. You know what? That makes sense if this was the real world, but to put that in. A specific episode of a TV series and show it and, and just leave it as is doesn't work. Fair enough. Correctly, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, you're. you're I mean, if we want to really look at it and just look at it as real, then what you said, Sean, makes sense, and I can go with that. 
what else did we want to talk about? What, uh, anybody else have any um, things on their list that they, they want to bring up that we've missed? There's um, the revelation, according to Halsey, if you believe her, that they allowed Soren to escape. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, whether you buy it or not, we'll, we'll find out. But it was, and she says, "Well, you know, we knew you were getting on that ship. They, you know, left the keys in the ignition and left it running. And you think that was a coincidence, or you know, whatever the equivalent of it was." Um. So, I, I'm not sure where that's going to come, but it forces Soren as a character to rethink everything in his life, where he's thought it's been one thing, and now it's again something else. And I, I, I again, this is a completely unrelated to story. What's going on in terms of Halo and in terms of the story that's been established? But if you like the character, and again, I like the actor, and so I, I, if I go someplace interesting with it, I, I'd like to see it. Um, but we also have to see like how it, again now they're off in a ship, and so we'll see if this is tie back in. Can they keep it relevant? Yeah, it, it's kind of strange. Like that's a fair point because all right, she says we let you escape, but. She doesn't seem like the type that would do that, <laughs> you know. I mean, she's uh, type of... I don't agree with that. Okay, explain. Well, all right, go well, ahead. she's done lots of things with Master Chief, like letting him um, take out his chip to see what would happen. So I can see her doing that as an experiment. Um, yeah. He had already failed, and so she wanted to see what would what would happen with him. Yeah. All right. All right. She's the great manipulator, so she likes to. Um, you know, do things like that. Yeah. All right. All right. I I could see that then. Now, um, do you think based off of this episode is is Halsey now? This is what I'm worried about. They're gonna they're gonna have her now become part of the main cast again, which is fine. But wipe away all her crimes and as if as if uh, she's been cleaned of all sins. Of course. Now, yep, now the Akasin or whatever is the bad guy now, right? So she's good, even though she's already proved that and like bragged about being as psychotic. So, yeah, so yep, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I've seen stuff like this in other shows. Uh, I always bring it up every so often on the Dark Discussions podcast where Melrose Place, there was this character that was a doctor and he tries to kill someone, but they got so much good feedback of the actor that they turned him uh they decided to ignore the fact that he tried to kill someone with you know with, with injection of poison or whatever and they made him uh one of the main casts um and 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 became normal and, and whatever and that was stupid because <laughs> he was evil but it was a good character after the fact but unfortunately you can't rewrite the history so i'm worried that's what they're going to do here where they're going to Make her become part of the good guys again, even if, but she's going to be shady. So she'll be similar to, like, uh, the Doctor in Lost in Space, you know, something like that. I was just going to say it, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know, I, you know, I don't know where they're going to go with with her. Well, see, I I don't want to anticipate stuff like that because it's really easy to 
talk yourself into a thing that hasn't happened yet that's just going to turn you off, yeah. even though it hasn't happened. So that's really and, and you know and so and that which is by the way the opposite of but the same problem with people who talk themselves into something awesome happening and then when they don't get it they get pissed because they think they were promised that awesome thing was going to happen and they weren't. Right. Yeah. Um, and you see that a lot. It's like, I thought they were going to have this big battle. It's like, well, then nobody said there was going to be a big battle. But I thought they were going to be. But nobody said there was going to be. You're disappointed that you didn't get a thing that nobody told you was going to happen. But, and that happens all the time, too. So, like, going to Halo. Yeah, that's, that's a whole yeah. other matter. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, so that's fair. We, we'll have to see. We'll know maybe even next week, uh, assuming they at least show some of this storyline next week, uh, where Holly's or whatever her name is, um, is with the thing. And actually, I'm even wondering now, is it going to be a, a rebellion between uh, the two two sides of of, of the humans? Because you got Atkinson and all them, and then you got the ones that are maybe I don't know I I just don't know I'm, I'm just again we're, I'm throwing something out that we'll we'll have to see because uh, I was about to say that maybe the Admiral Parangowski will lead the rebellion against Atkinson or something and but then I'm thinking well maybe not because Parangowski already said that she's not Master Chief's friend you know so who knows um. All right so anything else that we wanted to bring up. Anybody got anything? I'd just say the special effects were really good. I mean, the fight sequence with uh, Master Chief without the suit, even like going toe to toe, was pretty good. The you know the sequence where they uh, cut his gun in half, and then he has to pick up the blade, so that the sword that was cool. Yeah, um, but he didn't get to fight with the blade enough. I thought that should have had more. Well, that's a lot of the budget. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did like um, when they're in the the um, her, him and Perez are in the um, uh, outdoor shopping center, and the elites suddenly show up invisible. Yeah, start killing everybody, and then they everybody starts running into the. It reminded me of nine eleven how they did it because like they sh- you know the, the videos of people running for cover when the buildings fall and all the dust comes everywhere and they run into the building and, and the dust and, and then they show outside what's going on. It, it, it kind of reminded me of that because you have them run into this, this shop and you see and outside people getting thrown in like, like uh, waves of, of air moving, which is the invisible elites and, and, and then, wiping out people and stuff, and I, I thought that was a really great sequence. Well, I loved how he just saw him immediately and just dove yeah. through the air and tackled that one. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And and again, he has no suit, so he he can just get killed, right? Right. I mean, that, right. that's 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 what made him uh, invincible in the game is that the suit is pretty strong, but it also has a uh, force field that. Uh, uh, recharges, you know, after it gets shot like six or seven times, then you're vulnerable. But then if you hide behind a rock, it begins to recharge again and pretty quick, you know. But here he's just a guy, you know, stronger than most people because he's, you know, like a six, seven guy, whatever. But one bullet, he's dead, 
Um, but but yeah, that was a pretty awesome scene. Um, how we tackle him. I like the use of the needler. Yeah, yep. yeah, the needler in in the game is worthless, but but here it, it's pretty powerful. It was powerful in season one too, uh, and that was pretty cool. It's powerful uh, when you're not wearing armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it'll yeah. kill a Spartan. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a really good point, Mike. Yep, yep. Without the armor, you're dead, yeah, or force field, or whatever. Um, I, I did feel also the blind guy when he says, "I'm staying back," and you know they kill him, and they killed his his husband or whatever. Um, you you knew he was just going to suicide. Oh yeah, I mean that that was a little too pro. But it was a neat scene because that whole area just blows up. Yeah, getting yeah. to see the Phantom was cool, right? Yeah, that was pretty awesome to get to see the Phantom, and we got to see the tank too, which is both from the games, the Phantom and the tank. Yeah, so that was pretty awesome. Um, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, that was when um, Riz got hurt too, right? When the explosion happened. Yeah. Did she get hurt? I suppose she got hurt with that explosion, but I can't remember if it. Um, she, but but yeah, she, and that was a great thing too about Master Chief. When Perez's family gets wiped out, he says they're gone. We have to keep on moving. And then when the blind guy gets wiped out, he has to say the same thing to to uh, Riz, which is the, yep. he's gone. We have to keep on moving. Um, and and the thing is, is that that was almost like a. Uh, I'll say it, um, Chrissy from the Dark Christmas podcast. It was a it was a three beat because earlier. Uh, he says it to Perez, then Riz says it to uh, the blind guy because yeah. his, his husband dies, and then um, Master Chief has to say it to Riz. So that, that, I thought that was a, that was that was good because yeah, they're dead. They're dead. I mean, they're gone. There's nothing you can do. You know, you just gotta keep on moving and and move on after. See anything else anybody have? Anyone well, and that's one of the things he talks about is how he's he always lives, but the people around him die. Die, yeah, because <laughs> he has that thing of luck. <laughs> right, right, and, and plus he has the, the armor and and. But even without the armor, he seems <laughs> yeah. to say, "I yeah, know I'm going to live, but the other people are going to die." Yeah, right. you know, a lot of people, anyone show, who right? runs into a battle, can say that, and all the people who survived would be right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's too funny. But but yeah, I mean, I, in, in the show, you can say that because he, he never has the armor on. Um, so he is lucky even without the armor. That's true. Yeah. Um, now, what's the deal with Cortana? What, 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 what the heck's going on here? What's her contract? Well, they, they switched the actress to play Cortana. <laughs> and I thought no, I, just, oh, I was making a joke that like, what's her contract? Or like, so. Well, How many episodes does she get? Well, that's true. That, I mean, maybe that costs money to, too. But but it was weird that they decided to change it from uh, the same actress that plays Halsey. Um, they they changed it to someone else now to play Cortana. Maybe um, she's too expensive for her and, image. And, and, well, and, and it was funny, too, is that Halsey, when she meets, sees Cortana, doesn't say anything like, oh, they changed you. I thought that was weird. Um, and then... Cortana gets taken away by Mackie and the lead and whatever. And I, I mean, I didn't even know they knew Cortana existed. And what are they planning to do with Cortana? What, what's going on here? 
Anyone, yeah, it seems weird to me. Have any thoughts on that? I have no yeah. idea what to do with the Cortana at this point. The, 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 this to me is a disaster of a storyline. <laughs> Uh, yeah. that they resolved from last season off screen in the in between seasons and we all know that they're going to be putting her back where she came from though I don't know why they're why they just bothered separating in the first place um, but hey their decisions their show yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's a really good point yeah why, why, why did they separate them yeah because we know they're going to get back together yeah, and, and to be honest, I, I mean that was part one of the re- real reasons I was excited about the the show, and and I mean heck, we named named the show Cortana's Communiques because we thought Cortana was going to be a co-star of the show because she is in the game, you know, until until Weapon takes over later, but the, the, she isn't. She's she's barely in the show, which is unfortunate, um, especially this season. This season she's she's had what. Three minutes of screen time, if that. Yeah, so if that. In four episodes, yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, all right. Anything else anybody wanted to bring up? I, I just brought the Cortana thing up. Anything else? Anything? I'm good on my end, I think. Yeah, me too. Mike. Yeah, I'm done. All right, sounds good. All right, so uh, that's our discussion on the, the show. Um. Uh, I guess we have some time to just talk about some general stuff, you know, science fiction stuff, whatever genre stuff in general that people uh, may be interested in that would listen to this podcast, uh, what we've been watching, things of that nature. Um, so I, I guess I'll start. Um, yeah, so I've been playing uh, Nier Automata, uh, the video game from 2017 that uh, got remastered and the game of the year edition and all that, or the, or the, or the uh, what's it called, something of the humanity, the the glory of mankind. Oh, here it is. Become as God's edition. Uh, so it has all the downloadable content or whatever. Uh, I've played it a number of times before, but it's a really good game. Uh, it's uh, a hack and slash, but it's also an adventure game. And it's a, the universe is huge and the game is wicked long too, because you play three different characters. Uh, so it's in, broken into thirds. Uh, the, uh, one of the characters, 2B, is who you start out with. And uh, she's an iconic character that, a lot of women dress up as as, uh, as cosplay at, at conventions and Halloween and stuff. Even my daughter dressed up as hers for Halloween two years ago. Um, and basically, it's a game about uh, where these aliens invade Earth, and with they use robots as their army. These like tin can like type robots, and the humans are at the time of the invasion are, are advanced enough to have like androids, and so they use androids to fight, and so it's androids versus robots, and then eventually the the aliens and the humans die out, and now we're literally uh, ten thousand years in the future from when all the aliens and the humans die out because again they're organic, and the war is still going on between the androids. And the robots, because they're programmed to be that way. And things begin to change, though, as robots break off the the alien network and begin to become, quote-unquote, independent. And they begin to try to form societies like humans. And then the androids are confused. And so there's a lot of existential 
stuff and metaphysical stuff that's going on in the story. Um, and so, and I think the plot's a pretty cool idea where you have robots and androids fighting each other and the original creators are dead. Um, and so that's pretty cool. Uh, so I'm playing that and then I've got a, a subscription to Crunchyroll. And so I'm watching the, the television series, uh, of it, which is, a, a anime called Near Automata version 1.1a. And, um, it's, it follows the game pretty, pretty well. And it adds some interesting aspects too. And the show's really good. Um, and it's how, a science fiction game has been turned into a television series correctly, unlike Halo. Um, so I would recommend the game highly and as well as the, the uh, TV series. Um, there is a, a prequel game uh, or a game that was called Near Replicant, which was the first game that came out like 2015 or something. I haven't played that, but I hear that's pretty good too. Um and there's rumors two days ago that a near automata uh sequel may be coming out now too, and I just posted that on the Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group page. Um so that's interesting. Um I also uh watched some uh Sylvester Stallone films. Like I said, I was watching uh Copland and then I watched um the first three Rockies, The Family, and I rewatched uh, uh, First Blood, uh, the original, uh, not, not First Great Blood. Great movie. Yeah. yeah oh, wow. Where he's, he's in Washington State. Um, and Brian Dennehy's the, the evil scumbag. Um, yeah, so, so a bunch of films, uh, that I watch, uh, that are kind of genre related. Pretty good stuff. Uh, it was good to revisit them after not seeing, uh, them for many years. Um, and, and the kids really loved the Rocky films. They, they thought they were pretty awesome. Uh, I also did watch, uh, Predator again too. Uh, the first one, Predator. Um, that, that was, uh, it was, uh, Long Tongs, Long Tall Sally is in my, uh, classic rock playlist and, and it popped up in the car when we were with the girls. And I said, oh, we, I gotta show you parts of that movie. So I, I showed him the nuance, profanity and violent parts of the film and then I just decided to rewatch it. So about five minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first the whole like five minutes, uh, is only a couple of S words. And then, um, the helicopter until he talks about his joke in the, in the giant pussy. So I had to shut that, I shut it off. I'm there. a sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah, I showed, I showed him, uh, all the characters and, and, uh, and got him, introduced him to, uh, to, uh, Jesse the body. And, nice. and, uh, and Kyle Weathers and stuff. And the reason we watched that was because of Kyle Weathers commercial from the Super Bowl and he had just passed. And so, um, that's the reason why we decided to watch Rocky. Um, and, uh, so I then showed them Hulk Hogan because Hulk Hogan is in the third Rocky. Um, yep. and so, yeah, so, so it was, it was fun. It was, it was a good time, uh, bonding with the kids, um, over some, some good, movies and pieces of movies that they could see. Uh, I did show them the alien too, what the alien looked like uh, in Predator at the end when, when he takes off his mask. And they go, wow, that's scary. Yeah. Um, and I had them watch a little bit of Halo too, the uh, season, I mean uh, episode one. Um, the non-scary parts. Um, and that's all I got. So uh, let's go with you, Sean. What do you got? Uh, so I just finished up the finale episode, or I guess this, this season episode, for True Detective, Night Country. Oh, yeah. And I thought, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, 
not the best out of the True Detective seasons, but surely better than number two. Um, and I, I enjoyed uh, Jodie Foster and her role. Uh, for old stuff I was watching, I went back and I was watching Narcos and Narcos Mexico, and then I got into Heat and Scarface. Oh, so, oh man. Like, it felt like I'm like dealing with some drug dealing stuff or whatever. Good movies, man. Like great choices, though, right? So it was yeah. fun to go back and like I watched the uh, making of Heat, which was kind of interesting to see, like them talking about the different things and interviews with uh, Pacino and De Niro and the, some of the people, just like the background of the story and like how it was like sort of based on an actual event that took place in regards to the the bank robber. So. That was kind of cool. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, and just excited because I got to see the, uh, the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer and some of the breakdowns and just like what may be coming with that. So I think that's where I think it covers me for the moment. Right. right. Yeah, there's been some trailers that have been uh, released recently. Uh, Ghostbusters, that one, Deadpool. Uh, there's a few others, too. That, that, that have, oh, uh, Quiet Place. Um, the the people, a couple others, uh, some trailers have been popping up. So, uh, fingers crossed that some of these films will, will actually be good and not lemons. Um, all right, sounds good. Thanks, John. Uh, what do you got, uh, Barrett? Uh, let's see. I finally got to see Oppenheimer. Um, oh, nice. That movie was. I got to say, the first two hours. Kind of a little bit slow, but much needed, I think. Uh, but the last hour is so amazing. Um, it's just an amazing film in general. Uh, and then let's see, I got Dark Man, uh, the 4K version, um, in the mail the other day. So I'm looking forward to watching that. I haven't seen that in a long time. Uh, but I love that. I think it's a great superhero film back from the nineties. So early nineties, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Sam Raimi. And so just in general I, I love that movie, so I'm looking forward to seeing it in well, Liam Liam Neeson too, right? Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen that film. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, oh, cool. you gotta check it out. Yeah. yeah, you should check it out. It's quite it's quite a good film, I think. For for when it came out and it being a superhero movie, it's surprisingly good. Right, right. All right, very good. Anything else, Brad? That is it. Oh, video games, video games. You're playing playing Diablo Four, right? No, I'm I'm done with Diablo. Uh, I finished the season. Um, they really need to make some changes to the game if they want to keep people playing it. They've got you know some work to do. It's just not. Right. It, well, you know so, what? So, here, I'll give you the example. So to get to the boss that gives the best loot you have to farm three other monsters or maybe four. You have to get components to go to the next monster, to get the next monster, to get to the final guy. And the final guy has such a low chance for him to drop the Uber uniques that you basically might as well say, I'm never going to see one of these. So unless you play 24 hours a day, you're not going to see any of the cool items. And, they put in mechanics so that you can take five of those cool items and get the one you want. Okay, so what? You're helping out 1% of the player base that will actually see one of these items. So it's things like that that I just think are stupid. Um, it just becomes a grinding game trying to get components to 
fight monsters. That's not fun. <laughs> so. Right, right. Um. Uh, what? Let me ask you this. Um, don't you think it's one of those games, though? If you take a break for like six, seven, eight months and, and replay it, it'll be fr- fun again. No. Seriously. Really? Um, Diablo 3 was fun to me all the time. Like, I could go into that and just kill monsters. You know, you could always get paragons. There was always something to do, even at max level. In this, once you hit 100, you've got everything. The only thing you have left to get are the uber uniques, which have such a low percentage of dropping, it's pathetic. And then you got to farm items just so you can try and fight the monster that drops those things. Yeah. All those mechanics suck. <laughs> yeah, well, they, 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 yeah, some of that stuff does suck. But I, I've, I've, I've noticed that that Diablo could be one of those games that, in a, like six or seven months from now, I could, I could go back to Diablo Four and and start fresh from the beginning again and be have fun again. But if they make some changes to the game, it might be. But I mean, like I said, once you hit a hundred, you're done. There's nothing to do. So. Right. right. Well, can't you restart with, with with a character that's level one again? Sure, but once you've done that for all the classes, what what is the surprise? What's the fun? Right. Yeah. I mean, in Diablo 3, like I said, you could continually gain paragons. You'd be gaining power, and items were... You could still upgrade items. It's just... it. Yeah. I don't know. It's not well created. All right. Uh, and you, what about that medieval, uh, I mean, um, Middle Earth game? You, have you been playing that? What's that one called? Uh, that was the um, Return to Moria. I finished that one, so I'm not playing that one currently. Um, I actually have been playing a game called Subnautica. Um, it's an underwater survival game. Um where you're pretty much underwater the whole time trying to build an underwater base, all sorts of stuff. When so. you say underwater, you're actually swimming, or is it like biohazard where it's underwater? City? You're actually swimming, and you you build up your gear, you build an underwater base. I have not done that yet. I'm trying to just get components and recipes right now, but um, yeah, that's the type of game it is. Just, gotcha. Yeah. Any books? Hmm, books. Let's see. No, I just finished a big series um, by Dennis McKiernan, his Mythgar books, and uh, now I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to read next. So, and what's that? Is that a science fiction or is that thrillers or? or it's fantasy. Um, it's his yeah, first. Right. He actually wrote some books to try and continue Tolkien's series, and that was um, retaking of Moria basically. And they said no. So he had to rewrite it and make it his own. Um, and so, but then he created a whole series of his own stuff, which is pretty interesting. Very good. Um, all right. What about you, uh, Mike? What do you got? Very little. Cause I'm still waiting on my TV, um, which has been broken now for about a month. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, you know, we had the we we got it at Best Buy. We bought the five year extended warranty, which turned out to be a great idea because it didn't last like a year before there was a problem with it. But that took fucking forever. 
to, to get fixed, but we were mostly still able to watch the TV. Um, so this time the TV just cut out. Um, the new one, and, hmm? the new no, one no, cut out when we got yeah. in 2020. Yeah. Oh, okay. And again, it's still under warranty, five year warranty. We got in summer. So we still had like a year and a half to go. And they said, okay, well, we'll send the parts. They'll send the part. The guy comes over. That takes about a week. Uh, and he says, oh, well, uh, he puts the new part in. And I said, well, it wasn't that. Uh, it wasn't the, the main, the, the, the main, uh, panel. It, it might have been the power panel or something, but they didn't send that the way they were supposed to. So, all right. And we'll send it overnight and then call me and I'll come put it in. Overnight, this is on Tuesday, overnight meant it arrived on Saturday. So, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, four days overnight mailing. Um, <laughs> and so we called them and said, okay, I'll come Tuesday. That was the day we ended up having a big-ass blizzard. So, he couldn't make it that day. So, postponed it to Thursday. Comes on Thursday, opens up the port, and the panel's it bent. Oh, my God. So he tries it anyway, he puts it in, so I'm not sure if it's going to affect it, but, you know, it might, but we can try it. He puts it in, and it's not working. So, all right, well, if it's not that, if it's not the uh, the motherboard, that was it. It was not the motherboard, it's not the power panel. Uh, it, it could be, like, something with the screen, but if it's the screen, we don't panel, we can't replace that, and you'd have to get a new TV. So we're just going to order one more part. I'll have to order a new panel part. And, and that was last Thursday. So, which means about four days ago, and um, turns out, like they sent four boxes of parts to the house this time, none of them work, and so, all right, congratulations, you're gonna have to get a new TV. Now, the way that it works with them is that you get they basically refund you the entire purchase of your of the TV, which you can then use to buy a new TV. You don't get back what you. What we ended up getting was the newest version of that TV, and it would still cost like $1,000 less. And so we used the $1,000 to get the five-year warranty on it. And That's we still, good. And we still have $200 in store credit left over. But they couldn't deliver it until Tuesday, and I work, and my wife has a funeral to go to. So we weren't going to be there for Tuesday, so we have to wait until Thursday to get it. What store, Mike? This is Best Buy. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Now, <laughs> don't get me wrong. The service thing is great, right? It's a good, it's for me, if you expect the thing, if the thing crashes, and let's be honest, a lot of shit now is not designed to last more than a couple of years. You know, we aren't in the stage, I think, where you used to have, like, the same TV for 20 years, and it would be fine. Right. Um, I see that a lot, like, complaints about things like refrigerators, right? They're only, they, they, they aren't built to last for 40 years the way they used to be. Um, I, I honestly think that in on net overall, it's been good. The, the the service guys have been great, but whoever the fuck is responsible for running all of that and sent, you know, at, at over at headquarters, sending the parts out, they fucking suck. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens, but yeah, so I haven't had, been able to watch a lot. I, I did go see a number of movies. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, the, the dark discussions podcast, I've mentioned it. Uh, like in the last week I had off from school, I went to see Argyle, which I liked. 
Uh, I went to see Poor Things, which I thought was really good. It's not going to be for everybody. Out of Darkness, uh, which was which was decent as a horror film. And I just saw Driveway Dolls this weekend, um, and that was okay. Is that the one with um, Emma Stone? Is that the Emma Stone film? Driveway Doll? Uh, Poor Things is the, the Emma Stone oh. film. Oh, okay. Then, then, then what's, what's, what's this one you're talking about? Driveway Dolls is a, a, a film by Joel Cohen. No, wait, sorry, by Ethan Cohen. Not Joel Cohen. It was one of the, the half of the Cohen brothers. Um, and because of that, it feels like a knockoff Cohen brothers film. Like somebody imitated, so something's not missing. It's, it's, it's okay. I, I think it could have been better. There's some good moments in it. Um, but it's basically a story about two girls who, uh, who are lesbians because, you know, we gotta, uh, it's, it's 2024, uh, who, uh, take a, who take, uh, have to take a car down to Tallahassee, right? So rather than rent a car, they take a, uh, a driveway car, right, where you just basically are delivering a car for somebody. What they don't know is that there's something shady going on. There's and, and so there's precious cargo stush, stashed in the the trunk of the car. They mistakenly gave it to the girls as opposed to the uh, the criminals that they were supposed to get it. And so wackiness ensues. Um, if you like the sillier side of the Coen Brothers, it's it's fun uh, when you find out. You're probably not never going to guess what's actually in the briefcase, and unlike Pulp Fiction, they show you what's in the briefcase. Um, but it does actually now make me think of Pulp Fiction in a completely different light now that I know what was in that briefcase. But um, yeah, it was it was okay. It was it was it was fine. Um, I, 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 most of the best films I've seen this year are films that are held over from last year. Oh, uh, Dune Two opens this weekend. I did rewatch uh, on on my laptop. Most of the David Lynch Dune, uh, just because I'm kind of in a Dooney mood, and um, there's still so much. It's such a a weird film. I don't know how many of you've seen it recently. I, I just saw it in the theater. <laughs> okay, there you go. Oh, wow. It's like there's exposition at the beginning that really feels like when you're playing a video game now and they just dump the expedition exposition on you. So you, you learn about the world real fast. Um, but I still love the music. I still love a lot of the art design, uh, and the creature design. I still prefer that sandworm to the, the Villeneuve sandworm. Um, I still prefer it to the first movie of Villeneuve's, but, um, maybe the second one will make up for it. But that's just me. well. It's just I think by giving it a a mouth a mouthy mouth as opposed to just being a a maw for lack of a better term, it gives it a little bit more personality and behavior. And the the villain news version is more impersonal, and maybe that's what he wants, and that's fine. I think there's there's a lot in the the, the film that I think is vastly superior. So I don't I don't want anything I'm ragging on the on the uh, villain news film. Uh, even though we gave it an incomplete as a review because, you know, it was incomplete. Um, like, and then there's just such a great cast, even if they are kind of camping it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, just you got Captain Picard there before he was Captain Picard. Well, and it's uh, weird having the view of their, what they're thinking. But I actually like that because I think it gives um, something that the Villeneuve film does not. Well, I think it they did it 
because they probably felt it was necessary to explain the world to people, but some of it was like was just repeating things that was being said anyway. Um, I appreciate that they, they weren't as big on the the dreams, the which I got think they leaned way too heavily on in the Villeneuve. Like the the sandworm attack on the uh I was gonna say sand crawler, but that's Star Wars. On the Harvester. Uh for me plays out better in the Lynch version because in the Villeneuve version, Paul has like a thirty second dream sequence when he gets exposed to the spice. And I understand why they did it. But it to me it undercuts the excitement of the scene. Yeah. So it just it's little things. And again, I'm now cherry picking things I thought the original did better. There's so many things I think the new one does better. Um I think Jason Momo is much better as Duncan. Uh I think um But yeah, you didn't get much Duncan in the in the Lynch one. No, you didn't get much Duncan in the Lynch <laughs> one. I mean, they had to cut so much out to get it in under two and a half hours, right? Yeah, well, and there is a longer version. Six hours. There is a longer version of it, like where you get to see little sand trout and stuff like that. Um, They had a TV one that I saw. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's Adam Smithy version. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might have that. Was that on the Arrow box set? Yeah, they had. I have one that has both copies on the same disc or, or the same. You know, package. So it could be in that one. Like, I yeah. wish I had that. I don't. <laughs> so I'd have to take a look, see if it's in there. Um, so I'd be interested in seeing that. Um, I know I actually have the DVD of the Sci-Fi Channel Dune. I'm tempted yeah, to rewatch good, that's that. A, that's really good too. That's a good one, yeah. Because I haven't yeah. seen that in what twenty years. Yeah. I was still in the apartment then. Um, yeah, what's his face? Was still we've been in the house really? for nineteen years. I was extremely hurt. sick when that came out, and that's the only thing I did while I was sick. Yeah, William Hurt. So. William Hurt was still alive at that time. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I, I'm actually going to. I've even started kind of rereading the book just to to reacquaint myself because it's been 40 years since I read it. Um. Right. Whenever it was the Dune last came out. Yeah. Right. The the Lynch version came out. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So that was the only. So I haven't been able to watch a lot. It's basically been the saga of the television and work and going to movies. Yep. Very well. All right. So, um, that's pretty much our, uh, our, uh, what we've been watching. So I guess we can get into our final thoughts on, uh, this, this episode here, uh, reach. Uh, so let's, uh, start with you, Sean. Okay. Well, after chatting with you guys, I'm not as glowing as I was, but to me, it's still been the best episode out of the first, season and a half of watching Halo. Uh, I do hope that they decide to maybe have Cortana and the suit and maybe the Halo part of the season. <laughs> well, but we'll see. Um, just say yes, hope, 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 hope. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Barrett, what do you got? Uh, I agree with everything Sean just said. Um, it's, I like this episode the best probably across the two seasons so far. Um, I'd like to see much more combat. Uh, and that's about it. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. For me. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, after talking about it, um, 
I, I see more flaws than than I uh, first felt, though. I saw them as I was watching. I mean, no uh, suit of armor. Uh, you know that that was that. Um, but uh, um, yeah, it was it was still pretty good. Um, show could improve. Uh, fortunately, it looks like Halo, uh, the television show, won't have Halo until season three and maybe the end of season two with episode four. I mean, episode eight called Halo. Um, and uh, I, I'm still wondering what's going on with Cortana. Um, and that's that's weird. And, and and I still don't know why it, this isn't more like the Mandalorian where we we see the guy in, in his suit all the time, like we do in the game. But all in all, uh, still a decent episode. Um, uh, for flaws and, and whatnot. Uh, Mike, what do you got? You know, I think if you watch videos like YouTube channels of things like Cinema Sins and uh. Honest trailers or pitch meeting, you could take just about any film or TV series and, and pick it apart. And I think one of the problems with the show at this point is it started off on such a bad footing that it's hard not to pick it apart. There are there there are stuff like the armor, which again we've, we've been picking on that, and I don't know why they made the decision that they made. Um. The the magic plot armor where it's we're just not going to shoot you for reasons. Um, those are bad decisions and there were bad moments, but I think they stick out mostly because they, unlike some of the past episodes, the bad moments were the exception. Um, I really liked the fact you know just like I liked the way that they had Vanek go out. Um, and and. I like the action. I like the fact that they, they the, the the story with uh, that they delved into the story. They managed to get personal development with uh, Soren and Halsey uh, in the midst of all this action. It wasn't just you know punch punch kick kick shoot shoot. Um, so I still think it's a good episode. I think it's a flawed episode. I think it's a flawed series. Uh, that's no shock. We all know it's a flawed series. Uh, I think pretty much everyone knows it's a flawed series, except apparently the people in Paramount. Uh, but more like this, and we'd be on better footing, and more yeah, forgiving of their mistakes. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. that's really fair review. Um, all right, so a um, couple other things. Uh, I mean, uh, actually, Mike, uh, what's the main podcast that we do here on this? Network? The main podcast is the podcast where we talk about the state of Maine and where to get the best lobster. <laughs> Yeah. No, sorry. Uh, that was a terrible pun. Uh, no, the main podcast is the Dark Discussions podcast, which is your source for our fiction, film fiction, and all that is fantastic. Uh, we are over 600 episodes deep. We are in our 13th year-ish or so. Um, we, we're still going. We have not murdered each other yet, um, mostly because we're scattered across the country. Uh, if this was in person, it might be a different story. Uh, but yeah, each week we, we mostly pick films to discuss now that we have other podcasts where we can discuss things like book and other things. And it's usually a horror film, usually something recent, often something small and independent you might not be aware of. So if that sounds like it's uh, up your alley, 
then please give us a listen. We do occasionally cover classics when we hit a milestone, and our next milestone is going to be episode 650. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. And that's going to be right. sometime this summer. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Good work, gents. Dude. All right, sounds good. And uh, Barrett, what's that podcast that me and you do? And we have a, a few uh, folks like Mike and and Sean and other people join us every so often. Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. And what's that all about? <laughs> it is all about everything. It's it right there in the title, Phil. <laughs> it's about everything. We interviewed directors. We interview writers. We interview actors and actresses and we review lots of different movies. We do lots of different things on that show. And Sean, what, uh, what's that podcast that uh, we just wrapped up about a TV show on Netflix? The one that you're talking about, Phil, because I'm actually not off tangent like last time, was Boa Hancock and the One Piece, which is for the live-action One Piece series that was on Netflix, which all of us who watched it and reviewed it seemed to very much enjoy it. I think it was one of the best series that we have done or that I've been able to be involved with. Um, great cast, great environment setting, story, all the good stuff. And other series, if you're going to be doing adaptations, watch One Piece because it shows you how to actually properly follow your source material. Yeah, you know, if you want to do silly stuff like that. <laughs> That's a really good point, actually. Yep. Um, and then uh, me, Mike, and uh, another co-host uh, named Eric uh, do a side podcast called Cinema a la carte, where we talk about uh, any type of film, uh, usually things that aren't that, uh, horror or stuff like that that would fall on the Dark Discussions podcast, or, or older films that could fall on the Dark Discussions podcast that we, we wouldn't necessarily do, because again, like Mike said, we focus on newer films and whatnot. Uh, so, uh, Cinema a la carte, where we've done films like uh, Collateral, and Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, and uh, The... History of Violence. Yeah, History of Violence. The uh, Edge. Yep, The Edge, Forbidden Planet. Uh, Hostiles, the Western starring uh, Christian Bale and, and Rosalind Pike. Uh, so uh, all different types of film. Oh, we even did a cartoon film. Uh, uh, Inside Out. Film. Yeah, Inside Out. So uh, that's another podcast that, that we do. And uh, next episode may be related to a sport, uh, baseball, as a matter of fact. Uh, so, yeah. All right. So I guess we can get into nothing else because we've gave our final review of the episode and we just did our house cleaning. So I think we're all good for, uh, discuss what's going to happen next week. Next week's episode of, uh, the show is called Alaria comes out February 29th, 2024. So leap day. And, uh, we meaning, uh, the podcast will, uh, record that episode, uh, on March 4th and hopefully to have it released on March 5th. Uh, most likely, we should have no problem releasing it on March 5th. Hopefully, I'll have a new TV by then. Yes, yes, that's true. Otherwise, Good luck, you Mike. You'll have to watch it on your phone or, or an iPad or something, or a computer. Yeah, I've been doing it for a month now. Fucking yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah. You, don't have two, you don't have a second TV in your house then, huh? Oh, we do. It's just, it's that's usually Pam's playing your game on that. Game? Oh, what's she playing? Oh, I don't know what she's playing right now. Um, 
Oh, she does that, but it's like for her, she still plays uh, a lot of like rock band uh, during the day. Oh, she nice. drums to get some exercise in, but um, uh, but she usually does that in the afternoon. And then I don't know what, but she's always playing some role playing game. So it's some Japanese thing that's four hundred and thirty hours long. Gotcha, gotcha. What if it's day or out of matter? I don't think so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't think she's doing. She had been doing Fallout 4, but I think she's done with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, I was playing Fallout 4 for a good four months, and I got bored and switched to Cyberpunk. No, no, I was Cyberpunk 2077. I did that for about five months, stopped, and I went oh, to Oh, Baldur's Gate 3 is what she's doing. What is it, Baldur's Gate 3? Yeah, same as Eric. Yeah, same as Eric. There you go. That, yeah, that's new, I think. Um, and now I'm doing near Automata, and then who knows what I'll go to, back to next. Because oh, I'm thinking of doing Far Cry Five again too. I can do that. But anyway, uh, all right. So uh, that's pretty much our uh, episode uh, for tonight. And I guess with all that stated, uh, Mike, why don't you leave us out? All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Cortana's Communiques. The as we cover episode. Four of season two, titled Reach, which is all about the fall of Reach. Uh, tune in next week, where we discuss, I'm guessing, the continuing battle and aftermath. Um, I, I think this has been the best episode this season. I think most of us would agree, and hopefully this is a sign of better things to come. <laughs>